I'm gonna get it right though. Go! Nah, go, you go, told go. me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. Go! Go, go! They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley Bax. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. to the splash I, 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 my man chris watts i'm bradley baxter this is a good show we got lined up i'm so i'm so excited this is gonna be a great one uh g splash is the only podcast on the internet that decided to talk it was the right time to talk about the simpsons when there's so much backlash uh this is it this is the time to jump yeah, on the train yeah uh we had this show scheduled out a while ago but actually no we didn't i made that up we did this like last week um uh, what was it saying? Oh, this is the, this is the G Splash podcast. We talk movies. This is, what was I talking about? No, yeah, all right. This is G Splash. Welcome. <laughs> this is the G Splash podcast. We love to talk about movies, comic books, cartoons, adventures of Frosty the Snowman whenever they come around. Uh oh yeah, this winter. Wait, no, winter's over. Kind of. Um, so it's, I guess just, we'll have to wait till it comes around again. I don't know. Just snowed here last week, so I'm. Well, of course it did. Oh. Uh. La, 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 la. Upcoming shows this week, we've got Buzz of the Week. We're talking NBA playoffs. Excellent. Heck yeah. Uh, Splash Trash Mad, we're talking Rampage and Bourne versus McEnroe. And what's coming out this weekend, our next episode, before we have our crazy adventures of the Avengers, uh, we're talking Harry Potter. Heck yeah. That'll be a fun That'll be a fun show to talk about for all you Slytherins. I once put I once put Slytherin <laughs> Slytherin in a rap. And someone did it work? No, my, well, I liked it, but my friend <laughs> No. <laughs> my friend was like, Did you really just make a Harry Potter reference in a rap song? And I'm like, like, Yeah, fuck off, guy. I was like, Yeah, I kinda did. Uh anyway. Well you should keep doing it. You should you should only do exclusively Harry Potter raps. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Chris, how are you, man? Uh, I'm great, man. Just, uh, just living life and uh, enjoying enjoying everything. You know, getting through the days, getting excited to talk about all the things we talk about every week. Uh, seeing some movies in Splash Trash and Meh. I think we talked about it, but I saw a Quiet Place. Loved that. Um, I'm excited for this show, especially, man. I'm excited to talk about Simpsons because you're like a pro on it. Like you're like. You loop through the seasons over and over and over. Yeah. So you're going to be like the guy, like how I was on Fortnite. Excellent. <laughs> There's so much to cover with The Simpsons. Uh, it could probably go over tons of episodes. We'll have fun with this one. And maybe we'll do a part two later down the road. Because there's so much, so much to talk about. Oh, we, for 30, I mean, was it 30 years almost? Uh, 89. Chris, let's just get into some motherfuckers. Uh, over the weekend, I saw a movie. You guys might have heard of it. It's a big blockbuster starring The Rock. Uh, the guy that used to be a wrestler, but now is an actor and a football agent or something. Um, at the end of this movie was a new song by Kid Cudi. Uh, the song is called The Rage. 
man, Chris, this song is dope. You heard it today. The rage. You. The rage for Rampage. The rage. Yeah, I was wasn't expecting a Kid Cudi song after not hearing from him for two years. He was like, you know what, guys, I'm coming out hard on this Rampage thing. And uh, so immediately after the movie, I looked this up and I was like, well, what was this Kid Cudi song? And uh, the that day they had released like a snippet and I couldn't find it. Usually I can find stuff pretty easy on iTunes or, or Apple Music, whatever. But it wasn't until Saturday. I think I saw that movie on a Friday. It wasn't until the next day the song actually released. But it's a dope song. You should peep it. Uh, speaking of music, everybody could not get enough of Coachella since it was Coachella this weekend. That, but they've fans have renamed it to Baychella, Chris. You hear about that? Why? No. Because Beyonce destroyed Coachella. Apparently, really, yeah. and just 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 brought how many people were at the at her to watch her? I believe they were. I think the attendance was like one hundred twenty five thousand, but for her, like they, it felt like everybody was there for Beyonce because they were like, okay, cool, let's go see Queen Bay. I mean, it had to be it had to be insane numbers. Yeah, so I think it was like one, and like I think one hundred twenty five thousand is like a their highest. Uh, she brought out Jay Z. Imagine you're 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 a mile and a half away from the stage. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you might as well just be at comfortably at home, you know. Yeah, might as well put on a put a, buy yourself a boombox, pull up a lawn chair, play the album, play play her album, and just really sit back and enjoy. No, you could stream some of the show live, but not all of it. She played on Saturday night, brought out a bunch of guests. Uh, Jay Z was one of them. Um, but Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday was Eminem. He wrapped up the show. He brought out Fifty Cent. He brought out whoa, G G Unit. He brought out Dr. Dre. Um, he also had a huge night. Probably not as I wouldn't say as big as maybe Beyonce. Although this is what I thought was funny. I'm just gonna say this. So Eminem's new song, one of his new songs, has he has Beyonce on it. Okay. I'm curious, like, why didn't? Oh shit, mic problems. Uh, Mike, 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 check. I'm curious why he didn't. Or they didn't somehow coordinate that to bring her up do that song right like hey you're here i'm here why don't we give everybody a real treat and we'll do this together yeah i mean if any if any time any times to do that song live together i would imagine be coachella yeah this is probably the time to get out there and, and maybe make a splash some would say yeah Ooh, splash sound effect probably some probably do something with money or yeah maybe she left i don't know uh it's all about the benjis that will also be going down once again this weekend for weekend two at Coachella or Baychella. Whichever you prefer, of course. Yeah, speaking of Bay, beyond, I don't know. There's really no segue here. I'm just, speaking of Beyonce. <laughs> there's no segue here. Um, Stanley is still going through his shit. Uh, he, God, this, this poor guy. He is now suing his former business manager for elder abuse. Uh, this guy from what I've read, has done some crazy things as far as not only has he stolen money uh, days after his wife died, uh, this guy fired Lee's longtime banker and attorney and transferred $4.6 million out of his account without permission. What are you, what, what's the end? You think no one's going to come sniffing around, guy? I don't know. Maybe he was 
But see, this is what gets, this is. So this is kind of what I think is weird, too, is like when you when it comes like around this time, because he's nine. What is he? Ninety two. Ninety five. Yeah. Ninety. Uh, Ninety, ninety-two. So this other this will lead to like Prince's thing and Michael Jackson, because a, a new story came out about Prince. Um, Boy, they. But like, uh, this kind of flirts with that whole thing. Like, well, this dude's about to die. I'm just gonna kill him, and no one's right. gonna know. Like, right? Like, no one's gonna question because he's gonna be dead, and then he lives, and the guy's like, ah, oh, shit, the jig is up. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's weird. like same thing with Mike Michael Jackson, like. Oh man, Michael Jackson's on crazy drugs. I could probably kill this guy. I'm get away and with like, this yeah. easy. Like this guy's no, no one's gonna even question it because he's so nuts. Yeah. Also, this dude allegedly convinced Lee to donate three hundred thousand dollars to a to what he thought was a charity, but it turned out to be a uh, he was just selling merchandise. <laughs> and keep, so this guy's definitely gonna go to prison, is what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah. So this is, and this is by far the weirdest one. <laughs> this dude got Stanley's blood and stamping his blood inside Black Panther comic books and selling them uh-huh. for $500. Yo, I, I bought one. There's couldn't, couldn't help myself. You know, I just had to get some of that blood. What am I going to do? Clone him? The, well, it says that there's shops in Vegas selling his blood. He didn't come out of the womb being like Spider-Man. Like, is, is what's the point? I guess you can say I have some of Stan Lee's blood. Yeah. Okay, you got me. Fine, I'll take a vial. Yeah. Uh, you sold me on it. The suit also claims that Lee's money was used to purchase a almost a million dollar condo in Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> the guy's got a whole, the guy's got all the Stan Lee's money. The, Someone needs got, to. I mean, he he had to know. He had to be like. I guess you're just such an you're just riding high like you said like he'll die I'm gonna get away with it no one's gonna check the books but like that is such a heavy with such a public figure with so much scrutiny with other people trying this a billion times before and failing like you think at some point you the guy might just be like you know what I'm gonna skim a little here little there and be like you know what no one's gonna miss a million dollars I mean yeah it, he trusted him you know trust goes a long way that's true that is accurate fired his his banker so. Maybe got Stanley got was like, he was like, he was like, Stanley, like, he was like, Stan, don't worry. We'll fire him. I'll take care of the books. I got you. Stan, this banker's stealing from you. Look at all these receipts I found in my pockets. <laughs> That's a great one. That's a good one. Uh, hold on. Gotta, gotta drum that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Gotta get that guy some help. I'm sure he's got all kinds of help. We're just speculating. Like it seems like no one's helping him, but I'm sure he's got. Yeah, it seems like he's like on his own, like trying to fight people off. Like I'm Stan Lee, and they're like, "Sure you are, Grandpa." Yeah, someone help. Everyone's like, "Help!" Someone needs to help Stan Lee. No one's doing anything. Huh. Yeah, there's like a bunch of people that really are. Uh, like, uh oh, I think Grandpa wet himself <laughs> again. But in reality, there's like a whole team of lawyers that are like, yeah, on this thing, like freaking white on rice. Yeah, Stanley's Stanley's fine. Uh, Spielberg. We don't know that, Brad. We don't know that. <laughs> Spielberg is in the news. What's the Spiels up to now? You'll like this. He's on board with uh, DC. He's going to do his first superhero movie. Yeah, what is Black Hawk? I heard he's going to do... What even is Black Hawk? Have you ever heard of this comic? No, I thought you would know. I was, I was hoping I'd, <laughs> I would bring this up no. and be like, yeah, I can't wait. It's so... Black Hawk is such an I underrated s- character in the DC world. Ne- I can't believe I've never done a Black Hawk movie before. No, I've never heard of this guy. Well... He's like, it looks like it's something to do with war. 
So well, maybe he'll give it. That's a good start. Maybe he'll give it the Ready Player One treatment and completely rewrite the whole book. He'll take. He'll take what he learned from Saving Private Ryan. He's going to mix out Ready Player One. He's going to come up with a, a children's war movie. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to love it. You're absolutely going to love watching it. Anytime he can do a, I'm sure he can throw in some ET Easter eggs too. It'll be great. Uh, Netflix. He will. <laughs> some Netflix news for you. Ooh. They're buying movie theaters so they can get a little bit of Oscar love. I guess. God, these guys, they, I, I really have to say that I love net. Like they'll come out and be like, you guys aren't like, you can't be invited to our award show because you guys aren't real movies. And like, fine, fuck it. We'll buy some movie theaters and then we'll put them in movie theaters. Exactly. Nobody's going to say dill holes. Yeah, like I love, they're just like, fuck you. Buy that thing over there. Yeah. Um, and especially not getting invited or not. They're, you know, boycotting the other film festival uh, because they don't get the love. And I, but that's their mistake. They're not putting their movies in theaters. We talked about this last week. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's the whole thing is just a, a, a they're just trying to hold on to the little piece of what they have left and they're coming off like assholes. And so Netflix is like, I'm going to call you on your bluff, idiot. Exactly. Um, these last two things uh, are finales news. Walking Dead had its finale. I know you haven't. And you're still impressed. It wasn't amazing. It was uh, it was good. The last two episodes of the season eight were were pretty good. It was kind of hard to watch Jeffrey Dean Morgan after watching Rampage, but you're like, come on, guy. Um, got to give it up. They took some. They took a scene from the comics, so that's always good. Uh, I, should I spoil it or should I not spoil it? Spoil it. Uh, all right. Spoilers for Walking Dead season finale. Um, this is was okay, but they finally have it out. Uh, Negan and Rick. Oh, Carl. And what a fist fight! Yeah, like I'm not gonna go into the whole episode, but cause I can, it'll take forever. Right. But the la- last scene, Negan starts talking about oh the big ba- like I should have killed you, Rick. Uh, back when and he's like, "Well, I should have killed you too." And no, he, well, he was like, "For forty-five minutes." Nah, he just was like, "I should have killed you back when I had all of you surrounded, you know." And I don't want to kill you in front of your son, like that whole thing. And then, blah blah blah. So while he's talking, and Rick's like trying to plead, Rick slits his throat. He's like, <laughs> "Negan's." Yeah, slits Negan's throat. Which that happens in the comics too. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. It happens in the comics, but yeah, after he bleeds out a little bit, he. Grabs the new doctor to to stitch him up, which I don't think it really works that way. But yeah, hey, all you gotta do is put some stitches. This he'll be fine, right? Oh, sure. You just slice his windpipe and his major artery. He'll be fine. Yeah, we, that's an easy stitch up in the fucking. Yeah, I could stitch up four or five stitches. Apocalypse. I'm back to have back together. Yeah. Well, do you, we have stitches? We got stitches. Sterile. Yeah. Okay, we're great. We're good. Yeah. Uh, can someone please hold his trachea? Yeah. Anyway. Uh. So he gets sews up, he survives, and then Rick and Michonne have this conversation with Negan about uh, how he's going to be the example, blah, blah, blah. But uh, towards the end, you get a little twist, 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 twisty. Uh, what's Ma- twisty? Maggie, Maggie gets, starts flipping out, like, no, he has to die, blah, blah, blah. And then the last scene of the season is Maggie in a room with Jesus and Daryl, and they're, like, plotting against, uh... Rick? Yeah. No. 
bum bum bum. Yeah. Were you surprised so by this? Is that something from the comics? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't think so because Daryl's more not in the comic. Right. You would have thought, would, would thought they would have wrote him in the comic. Yeah, like the guy was like, this is really working. I should sell more comics, but he's probably sitting on a big pile of money laughing his ass all the way to the bank. So what does he care? Yeah, he, I don't know. It was it was OK. It'll be interesting to see if like that'll be a good conflict, I guess, for a season. Um, yeah, there's I mean, also they're, a, they're always a trying. Huge... I feel like they're, do you feel like they're grabbing at straws? Like, do you feel like they're just trying to set things up just because they like need stuff? I think the formula is really obvious. Yeah, that that's makes true. Sense. They're just like sticking in AMC's like, here you go. Here's more money. Keep hoping but, to hit it. Well, there's a lot of weird stuff. Like, did you get as far as like the trash people? No. Well, there's like this whole b- bunch of people at this trash thing. And then the, a helicopter came out of nowhere. Oh, great. Those are still around. Yeah. Well, like, that's the weird thing is like this person was waiting for a helicopter to show up. That's a whole other story. We could talk about it later. We maybe could we dive talk about, deep into helicopters. Maybe we, and how maybe they we should do a, apocalypse. We maybe we should talk about. We should do a Walking Dead episode later. Helicopters. Why? That's what the title will be, and people will be like, "Yeah, why?" Um, another season finale that happened uh, this week was Gotham. You watch yes, Gotham? Yes, I don't watch Gotham. It's one of those shows that, like, I think now I'm going to start like watching episodes at night. You know, like before I go to bed to get caught up because mm-hmm. I know what the big thing was. And I'm very excited. I, 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 in the beginning, I really liked the show, but I was one of those people that I have a hard time getting into it, knowing that it's like a different, it, it would tend to be like a different timeline in some ways. You know what I mean? Like yeah. getting over the hump, the fact that like, if he's 12 years old and the Joker's 30, that means that when he's 45, Joker's like 75 years old. Like they're not going toe to toe anymore. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of setup for it and it kind of, it's very, the show's very campy too. Right. I mean, it's not Which I like, think is good. There's so many parts that I really enjoy. Like, it's a, it's clearly a CW show. Or Fox or whatever. Like, it's in that same genre. Yeah, it's a Fox show. Yeah. Fo- um, on Fox. Gotham. Go- Gotham. Got ham. Uh, got ham? <laughs> Do you got yeah, it ham? A, it was pretty good, although it's it's definitely a new twist on the Joker's timeline. Yeah, I mean, they're always trying to figure out... But again, Joker doesn't really have a backstory, so yeah, there's not really like a concrete one. We all just do our best to guess. I mean, I even think we, the, I think we pick one and we're like, yeah, we like this one. Yeah, I mean, the widely accepted, obviously, that people stick to is the Killing Joke. But there's even a line in the Killing Joke after the entire thing story he tells that he doesn't know if that's true or not. So it's very similar to what they did for Heath Ledger's Joker in Dark Knight Return or Dark Knight, where he like keeps telling the story about how he got his scars, but it changes because like. He's an yeah. un- well, I got these scars. He, he's an unreliable narrator. Like he's fucking the Joker. Like you don't need to. He doesn't. What he says isn't necessarily the truth, and you should be aware of that. Um, I do like the dude that's playing him. He's actually. I've heard good things because that's a hard. That's hard shoes to fill, especially in a TV show format. Yeah. No. He, I. I kind of wish they would have st- stuck to the original. Like the twist. I don't like the twist. That it was. His I think twin? they could. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Then he, well, not only that, but like he like made a special post, like Scarecrow whipped up a special batch to like make him the Joker. Right, right. You would rather, just but I like, I, I like the, you know, what's funny. That's actually kind of a clever, uh, that in itself is a clever idea, though. The fact that Joe, that I like a, like a 
a botched formula or like something like that in Scarecrow. Uh, Scarecrow fear gas is actually what made the Joker. That's- the thing that I did like about the guy that was the inspiration for the Joker that ended up being before he died. I liked I liked that he was wearing a face that like he was like they ripped off his face and then he got right. his face back and then like sewed it back or like burned it back on. Yeah, he's and he he's got that really recent Joker face. like stitched on face looking shit. Yeah, I liked that, but whatever. Chris, I think that's it for the news. We killed the news. Chris, are you are you ready for this? Dude, dude, I don't think I'm actually prepared for what you're about to bring down. Hi, caramba. I'm dropping all the sounds that you can't hear. You, I and can't, but I still love that you're dropping them. You can't hear it, so I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right. Let's get into some Simpsons. For those that don't know, who've lived under a rock for the last ever, uh, The Simpsons is an American sitcom created by Matt Groening. Who's listening to this that doesn't know that? That's what I'm. Well, I'm just you got trying a huge to put it out. Taiwan market. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Maybe there's like an eight-year-old boy who likes us show because mm. we talk about Batman, and he's like, "Wait, what are The Simpsons?" He's like, "They use a lot of curse words." Ha <laughs> ha. Um. A lot of people weren't. That's a great. You brought that up. A lot of people weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons when it first came out. A lot I was kids. I, I'm, I, I was. I stayed up every night. I was. I for there's probably a good portion of my life where I actually thought I was Bart Simpson. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like acted like him. Did you buy all the the outfit? You kind of look like, like Bart the, Simpson if he grew up. Hi, Caramba. I, what with like, like my a much, head a much gr- more handsome version, of course. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I thought I'd, I, I, I didn't wear, like, the red shirt, blue shorts. Uh, I'm sure there's probably an outfit of me wearing red shirt. <laughs> blue yeah, I'm guaranteed we could take out a picture of you doing that. Did you skateboard? Because it's not a... I mean, I not when I was a kid. I, I got into it when I was older. Really? Yeah. I did have a sling... I did love having the slingshot, though. I mean, who doesn't love a good slingshot? Yeah. Chris, this is a family show. <laughs> Consisted of Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and baby Maggie. Uh, the show was set in a fictional town of Springfield, which was meant to be any town USA. And that is actually a joke throughout the series that they never tell you what state they live in. Yeah, I freaking love that. And the, the Simpsons movie, I'll never forget when, because that's something always, like, I'm all about that. Like, finding where things are, like, trying to understand maps and shit like that, and, like, books or whatever, if there's, like, a... Apocalypse. I'm like, okay, where is this place? And this one in the movie, what does he say? He's like, okay, the and the five states that Springfield borders, and it's like five states that could never touch. Right. Yeah. No. There's. It's definitely an, the thing that I like about the show. It's gone on for so long. It doesn't have that many people voicing the show. It's just like a handful. One guy does like fifty voices, but there's these overlining jokes that have gone on for over twenty years. 
I mean, they and, they just keep running things, right? Like there's certain. I I'll be the first to tell you, I don't watch like I don't keep up on it. But there was a point point in my life where me and my friends, that's all we did was watch like seasons three through nine over and over, or watch this certain episode. Like, so there's still stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the intro's gotten longer, but like the couch gag is gone on forever. Yeah, I mean the couch, um, the opening. I don't know how they can still think up ideas for that. What's the total number of episodes? They have broadcasted 634 episodes. Hi, Caramba. That's a lot of episodes, man. It's the longest That's running primetime animated series and the longest running sitcom in the United States. I'm curious what's longer that else is in the world. What other show has been on since December 17th, 1989? That that blow. That's before I was. Oh, I, no, I was alive. Sorry, but I mean, I there's no. That's my whole life. And in, 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 in like I was a tiny baby. It's my whole life. It's it's both of our. It's our lives. So this is probably like one of my first one of my first memories is like watching The Simpsons. I mean, I remember. I remember, I remember watching the. the I seriously remember. I seriously remember watching the first episode. Now I look I'm back. Sitting on this. Really, you remember watching the very first, like when it was on the whatever yeah. Carol the Burnett show or what, or not Carol Burnett, whatever. No, that no, was, Tracy the, Holman. I'm, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that. I watched the. Uh, the I just remember watching the Christmas special when it aired, because that's the first episode. Because it wasn't. They, I don't think you. They were really planning on it being anything until they just kind of was like, "Let's give it a Christmas episode." Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've gone back and watched that very like those teasers, and then because the first one is the Santa when they get Santa's little helper, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how I still remember that. Chris, I gotta ask, who are your favorite characters? Um, that is, that's tough. Like main staples. Yeah. I mean, any, it could be anybody. It could be a, a regular, do, do regular characters that are on the show consistently. I love, uh, I mean, of the, of the main family, my, it's crazy. It's, it's such a weird show because I feel like growing up that like there are some of the side characters are ones I like gravitate more towards. I remember their lines, their, their funny stuff more. But of the family, I guess I, I guess just generic wise, I'd probably go with Homer. Like he has the most episodes I remember, like lines he has or things like that. But side character wise, I love Chief Wiggum. I love Grandpa. I love Skinner, uh, Principal Skinner half the time. Like I, sometimes I even like Flanders. He can be a little much for me. Like I think they did such a good job building a surrounding cast that's so strong that that's what's kind of kept mm-hmm. it going for so long. <laughs> it's funny you mention that. Uh, there's a new thing that just came out about. Uh... Steamed hams. You know that? Do you remember what episode I'm talking about? Uh, no. When he Superintendent Chalmers comes over and he's like, <laughs> he's trying to Skinner's like making lunch or something, and he's like his rump roast or something like catches fire, and he's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna make these steamed clams. He ends up getting hamburgers, and he's like at the Krusty Burger across the way, and he's like, I thought you said we're having steamed clams. He said, I didn't say steamed clams. I said steamed hams. <laughs> he's like aren't these just hamburgers and they taste just like the ones with crusty crusty burger anyway <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like a new one, art yes. there's a new art video there's a lot there's a lot of weird stuff around that thing but a couple of things have come out recently about that so um principal skinner is <laughs> is a good re- reoccurring character uh for me and maybe you didn't i don't know if you noticed this chris but if you go back and look uh the show is actually more it started off being more about Bart Simpson, but oh, absolutely. Uh, but it got very controversial and like people, the president Bush at the time was like, Simpsons are like 
ruining America, blah, blah, blah. This is bad for kids, blah, blah. Oh, my God. It's such a big and thing. So they ended up. But if you notice, the show starts being more about Homer than Bart. I don't remember. I don't know exactly the turnover in the season, but it it definitely happens. Well, do you think uh, that, I like is Bart. That, is that a marketing? Was that a marketing thing? Was that like they put it out there and they were letting people watch and people fell in love with Homer more than who they thought? So they made that shift. Is that like a marketing move or was that just something that naturally happened? One of the biggest things that I hear is um, people when the show started, like and kids watch the show. Now, kid, like you relate to Bart Simpson only up until a certain point. But then you start to relate to Homer Simpson, right? Oh, oh, that's a, that's interesting. And now where are they at? Some kind of weird amalgam. Yeah. So that's one of the great things about the show is the kids never age, which is why the show's been on for so long. Because it's like the biggest downfall for like family programming is like kids grow up. That's tough. I mean, look at Home Improve. Look at all those shows. Home. Well, that's why they don't have the family. same longevity. Right. That's what I'm saying. So the kids never age. Speaking of which, Lisa turns eight in two episodes. So that is everything. <laughs> so that makes total sense. Um, but back to my favorite character, uh, comic book guy's a good guy. Uh, oh, he's hilarious. Gotta love Nelson. <laughs> you have some interesting well, ones. I'm glad we have different stuff. I do love. <laughs> I love that we when we hang out. There's been some. We'll just drop Simpsons like lines randomly and we 100% like don't blink an inch or twi- I think twice like we know exactly where it yeah oh absolutely <laughs> and one of the and I have the soundboard here and one of the things I was trying to queue up but I just didn't have time was dental plan oh <laughs> Lisa my god needs Lisa braces. needs braces dental plan Lisa needs braces <laughs> freaking kills so- me I so wanted to have that lined up, and I found it, but I just didn't. I didn't have time to do oh, it. I freaking um, love that episode. I love. I love Lenny and Carl. Uh, their dynamic is pretty interesting. Lenny and Carl are great, especially with things that like. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It's the surrounding cast that makes it so much better. When you get these jokes, they're just like, "Yep, that is 100 percent." Like that is such a bar a Barney thing to do, or where they put them in situations where the a side character has the opportunity to become the main driver of the story, like the NASA mm-hmm. when they were trying to be astronauts and then Barney's mm-hmm. doing so much better. Cause he's sober. Like that whole yeah. thing builds up to him basically having non-alcoholic champagne and then like flying into a pillow factory and then landing on a mattress truck. But like that, like that, that kills me. Yeah. Cause he, <laughs> he didn't even get drunk. He just thought he got drunk. They're like, Oh, is that champagne alcoholic? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Freaking love it. Um, yeah. Crust, how could you go wrong with Crusty the clown? You know? Oh, are you kidding me? His, some of the stuff is so good that like dark. He brings like such a darkness to it. Sometimes I love. He it. does. It's so dark. Do you have any favorite episodes off the top? Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Beer Baron is one of my favorites. Love that. With freaking Rex. Oh, I just lost his last name. Well, anyways, that's one of my favorite ones. Just for the Homer role in it. I'll get you, Beer Baron. No, you won't. <laughs> yes, I will. Oh, best line in that. It's one of my favorite top five is freaking when he comes into the Moe's and Mo pushes the button because because there's prohibition and everything turns into yeah, a pet yeah. shop. And he's like, and Rex, whatever, is like, what? What kind of pet shop is filled with a bunch of wild yahoos at three in the morning? And Moe's like, <laughs> the best damn pet shop in town. Like, I love <laughs> shit like that. One of my favorite episodes has got to be You Only Move Twice. Mm, tell me about that. It's the one with um, when... Homer gets recruited by an, the... Oh, that's uh, Scorpio. 
Scorpio, yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, that and, episode kills me. And he's like, when he tells Homer to get a hammock, and he lists like all the oh hammock stores. Oh my gosh. Okay, you don't get do or he goes. He says, "Do this for me, Homer. Go down to the hammock store, or go down to hammocks, hammock, hammocks. That's on third. Or you can go to hammocks R S. That's also on third. Or you can go to the hammock place. That's also on. You know what? Just go to the hammock complex on third. <laughs> and then, uh, and like Marge becomes an alcoholic because. She has nothing to do. She's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God, dude. That's such a great and score. He's like the, battles James the, the Bond Kraus- and wins. Yeah. Um, There's actually a brand new Simpsons comic book I saw today. And uh, it was Scorpio making a deal with Mr. Burns on the cover. Um, really? Yeah. I wanted to pick it up. I didn't pick it up, though. But Well, how um, could you not? I mean, that's like the guy. Well, at first I thought they were going to go head to head, which would have been great, but. Um, the movie. I thought this movie was going to be like the biggest thing, and because, like you said earlier, you can't. When I think of The Simpsons, I almost think like McDonald's. Like, who hasn't had a McDonald's hamburger? Who doesn't know what McDonald's is? Who doesn't know what The Simpsons are? Right. Exactly. I thought this movie was gonna like blow up at the box office, but it it didn't really at all. Well, I mean, it it did okay. It it did well. I, I didn't. I thought it was gonna, like going to break records, like Black Panther. Right. It was gonna be like the thing. Mm-hmm. But their marketing behind it was so dope. They did um, they did the whole cookie marts at all the Seven Elevens, or not all of them, but like a handful of Seven Elevens. I had to drive so far to go there. By the time I got there, they were all sought out of everything. But they brought the donut to Seven Eleven. They brought like a crusty O's, but they did a they did a great job marketing it. I just I was surprised it just didn't do. I, re- I remember it being a big thing. Like I remember going and being excited for it. Yeah, man. Plus all the merchandise. Like is one. Simpsons is one of the most merchandise uh, pop culture show ever. Really. The previous Guinness World Record for the largest collection of Simpson memorabilia was set by Cameron Gibbs of Sky Victoria, Australia, with two thousand five hundred and eighty items. Whoa. Yeah, man. There's like crazy weird stuff. Like <laughs> there's some weird I mean, stuff out there. People like there's people with just basements full of just all kinds of Simpsons shit. Crazy. I mean, it's it's been for 30 years. So much stuff has come out, so much memorabilia and merchandise. And so many people love it and worshipped it and been so involved. Like there's so much stuff out there. It's like it's almost as much as like Disney, Disney on or whatever they call it, like all the Disney merch. They've got they've got like those action figures that people have tried to. There's so many of them. Um. And the, the Legos, like, love the Legos. It's, I mean, the Legos, I got you the Lego, their house in Legos. Yeah, that I lo- that's like one of my favorite things I've ever owned. And I'm so glad they did mm-hmm. that, too, because that was something that took, what, I mean, 26 years to do? It's it's such a crazy yeah. thing. It's been, it just encompasses the world. And I know it doesn't do it in the same way that Disney, like, or like Mickey Mouse does or other things, but where it is a staple in the world's pop culture. And, it, and it's influenced so many things and influenced so many creators and so many people, I mean, their their voice guest list, like their guest characters or whatever, that are famous people doing voices. It, it must be just like a fifty page document of like who did what. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Michael Jackson was on there. Yeah, like everybody is on was on has been on The Simpsons, or at least was for a while. I don't know if they still hold up because I don't know if anybody wants to be on there anymore. Uh, no, they they oh, people is there's there. new people on that thing. I still watch the show, man. The show's like still rocking, just like it was. I just, appreciate that. I think it's just I think it's a different. I think it, 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just diehard fans at this point, but who knows? Uh, one of my favorite episodes is the 22 short films about Springfield, oh which my is God, actually that's where the a great episode with the pancake flipping. Yes, that's actually the episode of um, <laughs> that's like with the uh, steamed hams. Oh, that, that is, is in that one too. Oh, yeah. Great episode, man. See, we could just say this is the thing. We could say and saying like, you know, this is my favorite. We could spin it. You, if you're listening right now and you want to, drop a comment. What's your favorite moment? What's a line that you just like love or an episode you love? Because we'll we'll talk about them next week when we record. We'll say, hey, let's look yeah. back and see what we got. Because I want to know what other people's favorite favorites are. Because there's so many to me. I'm like, that's the freaking thing. Like the lemon tree episode, and when he freaking throws the steak and the dog hits the oh he's run he's got the taste for meat now <laughs> dog hits the metal door and then chews his way through it like shit like that and he just like the the mouth moves like with an aluminum like stress. yeah the freaking flying hellfish are you kidding me that's like one of the greatest episodes i mean we're not even touching on treehouse of horror yeah, episodes. we're not even popping like, into the those beast, are no. classic i mean we could literally have a whole podcast called g to the or Mr. called g splash simpsons yeah uh <laughs> word uh what's that or even when they did the um one of my favorite episodes i gotta say is when they did the uh behind the laughter mm. which was like behind the music yeah mr plow with adam west is in there uh itchy and scratchy and poochie show another great episode they go see the itchy and scratchy park oh and lisa drinks the water yep yeah and because the the because Homer can't go because he ate that sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, Mr. Plow is so good. Dude, see, these things, we can just literally watch the show over and over. I think what it comes down to is when it's when it's on, it's on. When it's hot, it's hot. When it's been topical in the past, it was there. The crazy thing, we kind of already talk, talked about this, but, like, as a kid, I was not, it was one of those shows like, oh, you can't really watch The Simpsons until you get a little bit older. And now I go back and watch, and it really is almost like a, it's like a core or like a soil sample of the past or like a time capsule because you only have to be like, Wow, people oh, were great. really struggling with this episode or this area. Like they were really like boycotting it or being upset about it and saying, "Oh, this is dangerous." But like, if you watch three minutes of Family Guy, even Family Guy now, when it's not as like as mainstream as it was when it's it's height of its popularity, you're like, "Damn, that was that is light sauce." Like we got to hear very quickly from where we started in like you know 1940 when they're like, "This is television," right? Um. I'm going to go through this. I have a long list. I'm not going to go through all of it, but um, some crazy facts you might not know about The Simpsons. Um, Please do. I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. So this is a, a very common thing that people, for the most part, know. But in the opening scene, Maggie used to ring up on the cash register as $847.63. Does that mean uh, Because something? in 19... 19- yeah, in 1989, that was the estimated price of raising a baby for a month. Holy damn. Uh, that's a little Easter egg for you. I did not. I have never However, that. Second part to that. In the 20th season, the show uh, kicked off in 20, 2009, swapped the price of her worth. Groceries are, at the start, $243.26. But when Maggie gets scanned, she also doubles. She doubles the total to four hundred eighty-six fifty-two. Don't know why. Doesn't say why. So these are like these are just things that people know. That's weird. I mean, people are always gonna know stuff. But thirty years of going through, there's gotta be shit that's like you see that. Yeah. Well, I did. I I felt like she used to scan too, and it would say, or there's some episode that says when she scans it, it reads like NRA for life. <laughs> Something like it's like NRA four L. 
what what but, what, uh, what are other ones there? i think that's the behind um whenever bark prank called mo he dialed the number seven six four eight four three seven seven what's that which is obviously obviously one uh number too long but it spell it spells out smithers what mm-hmm. people what wouldn't it be great I'd just like to imagine a world where that was an accident like the animator really just like was literally punching it in and then like 20 years later someone's like it smell, spells smithers and he's like oh fuck it does <laughs> he's like oh I mean, yeah, duh. Yeah, uh, that's why I did it. That's why I'm a genius. I plant things deep. Um, the original reason why the Simpsons are yellow. Did you know this one, Chris? Uh, I I do, but it slipped my mind. I know it's something interesting. Uh, when the animator came up with the Simpsons yellow, uh, said this was the answer because when you flicking through channels, because channel surfing was a thing at the time. Okay. Does anybody yeah, still I, channel surf? I sometimes on direct TV. You know, I'll get I'll get crazy. I used to channel surf so hard to be like. I remember I used to have this uh, like an old cable box, and you like hold down the the channel up or down or whatever. Yeah, and it would go like it would go like, and it would like speed up, and I would just be like, You'd be like oh, flipping oh, through channels so <laughs> fast, just blowing through my, them. My pa- all my boat. Uh, yeah, my parents would be like, "How can you? Why? How do you? I know what's on." I know, I, dude. I, it's seriously that's a, I that's a thing. Channels. Like I'd be, I, and that double change for me. I remember my family got direct TV. I was still younger, but like my parents would be, you know, oh, where's that? Is that thing? On? I'm like, oh, give it to me. I'm like buzzing through like two oh six, two nine six, two like just buzz it, hitting yeah. all the channels. You I'm would like, memorize. They're like, how do you know this stuff? I'm like, because it's my life. Memorizing channel numbers, like what's channel? What's yeah? Like now it's like at two oh nine. Yeah, crazy numbers. Uh. I bet kids don't even know what channels are anymore. They're like, what are channels? You mean like YouTube channels? Yeah, that's what I mean, like YouTube channels. Yeah, channel seven. What do you know about channel eight? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you know it's like that twelve channels? Nah. Um oh, this is a good one. Nineteen ninety, Do the Bartman topped the UK singles chart. The song was written and produced by Michael Jackson and Brian Lauren. And performed by Nancy Cartwright. There's actually an interview with her talking about meeting Michael Jackson to record this song. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I didn't yeah. know any of this stuff. Yeah, they're when they put out that record, uh, Simpson Sing the Blues. Like uh that was Do the Bartman was like the single do the and they also did, uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh mama. Yeah. Um and then uh you know that the other one was like uh, Deep Deep Trouble. It was produced by uh, Jazzy Jeff. What they really they they were they were jumping on back then when it was when it was super relevant. Yeah. Um, if you string together clips of Rainer Wolfcastle playing McBain from '90s episodes, they actually make somewhat of a coherent story. Oh, which is I I love that. I've seen. There's actually a clip uh, on YouTube. Um. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about was uh, my one of my favorite lines is "Everything's coming up, Millhouse." <laughs> That's um, a great. Was that on the soundboard? No. I didn't. Oh, everything's coming up, Millhouse. Yeah, they need a small. They need. Up. They need a little girl for a Campbell's soup ad. I could play that. Jiminy Jellickers. <laughs> Jiminy Jellickers. Jiminy Jellickers. Uh, if you've ever, if you're ever at Springfield Elementary, remember this: Bart's locker combination is thirty six, twenty four, twenty six. 
Does that? I want. Hey, the, wait, you've been to Simpsons Land and like Universal. You think there's a locker somewhere you can find and that code works? Maybe we should. I we been, should find out. <laughs> Let's go. The one, the one in L.A. like like they doubled up on that whole place. It's like super dope now. Um, but those numbers are also recited in ACDC's "Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap," which is also those are met like uh, women's figure measurements. I think, aren't they? Yeah. 3624. 3625, 34. Yeah. Damn good measurements, though. For a man. Oh, man. All right, I'll do one more. Despite his youthful looks, Ned Flanders is actually 60 years old. That, That totally makes sense. Oh, we didn't even talk about, like, in 97, they built that house. There's a contest. Yep. And they built an actual Simpsons house in Nevada. Didn't and then somebody and did you bought raffle tickets to win it? Was it one of those? No, it was done with Pepsi, and I think you the winner could choose to either stay in the house or receive a seventy five thousand dollar prize. And the house, which cost hundred and twenty thousand dollars to build, was stripped of its Simpson like Yeah, the person that won I don't think wanted it. And so like they just built this house. And it's now not there anymore. Bye, Simpsons house. Yeah. I think it was ugly as fuck, but it was it was kind of cool that they made it. I mean, it's because um, cartoons don't transfer well. Yeah, but I always wanted a, that door, that round-ass front door. <laughs> Chris, where's the show going to go? Um, you, you're over it. You don't. You don't like the I'm show. I'm over it. I know that there will be things that are gonna be great and stuff like that. But I mean, where do you do you think they just keep going? They they have to have a they have to have a date in mind. Even if they won't say it, do you think it's the end of season thirty? Um, I heard that they're talking about an, another movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Cash in big before you go out. Announce it's gonna be your final season. Release a movie. People will go crazy. Genius. Uh, that is one way to go out, and that's how like Entourage went out. You know, there's, that's shows that do that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't seem. I just. It, there's no reason to stop if it's still generating. If there's still money to be made, then there's no reason to stop. And the fact, but I am curious to see what happens with Disney in the mix. Um, yeah, that changes things. This whole thing is gonna get. Sh- we've talked about a bunch on here in past episodes, but it's gonna be a weird shakeup, and we'll we'll see how things end up lying when it's all said and done. Um, let us know, like Chris said, your favorite Simpsons character, favorite episode, your favorite Simpsons memory. What's going down? Hit us up at gsplashbc at gmail.com, on the Facebook, on the gram at G to the Splash. I'm, I'm Bradley Baxter. Chris, who are you? I'm Chris Bucky Watts, baby. Yeah, man. We'll see you next week. Peace. I'm out. Go. <laughs>